Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon. you are listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and today I have my guest is Jackson Stone, professional wrestler from Dallas, Texas. How are you doing today, Jackson? Uh, I'm doing good. I uh, I wanted to talk to you. I we, we talked two years ago. We did an interview for my website, and uh, I was uh, interested in how things are going over the past two years. Uh, how has the wrestling business been going? What, what's this? Try to paint a picture for uh, those on the outside. What professional wrestling has been dealing with COVID nineteen and and cancellation of shows and promotions not working and things like that. Um, it's been extremely challenging. Um, we're we're kind of in the same boat as a lot of uh, independent contractors and and small businesses. So we've been hit pretty hard. Um, shows basically came to a stop, um, at the end of, uh, March last year. And so since then, shows have been very sporadic, trying to run as safely, um, as possible over the last, uh, 11 or so months. But it's been very, uh, it's been very scarce. Um, in, in Texas, we, we've been uh, open for a bit now. So we're at like 50% capacity. And at the show that I work at called MPX, which is the one I've been basically doing um, for the most part uh, over the last year um, during the pandemic, um, we do temperature checks at the door. Everyone wears masks, socially distanced, um, 50% capacity. So we're trying to do it as best we can, but but uh, a, a much lighter schedule than I'm used to over the past, you know, four or five years that I've been wrestling. Um, so it's been interesting. It's been interesting to tackle. Um but it's also given me a lot of free time um, to explore some other options in my life that I feel really passionate about. So it's it's come with a, a lot of bad, obviously, but there's always some some positive and optimism in in, uh, in tough times. And uh, you know, I came across uh, you recently on Twitter, and I was watching uh, some of the things that you were posting, and you're, I guess. Uh, have a, a a part in a movement called uh, You Are Loved. Can you talk a little bit about that and uh, what what that movement is and, and what's it mean to you and, and 
what's it do and why you started it? For sure. Um, before I get going on this subject, uh, if, if there's any listeners, um, I'd like to say that there's a there's going to be a talk of suicide here in a bit, um, so there might be a trigger warning um, for some people. So if that makes you uncomfortable or uneasy or difficult to listen to, I'd say pause it and come back to it um, at a later date when you feel when you feel more ready to listen to it. But uh, I just want to say that before I start. Yes, I started a, a movement called You Are Loved. Um, it's very near and dear to my heart. And uh, in September of uh, 2018, I lost my big sister um, to suicide. Um, she she struggled with bipolar disorder um, and severe depression for um, almost 11 years. And uh, unfortunately, she lost her she lost her battle. Um, with mental illness and um, through that um, you know when you go through something really painful and traumatic uh, you have a few options and I, and I chose to kind of lean into that that discomfort and and try to uh, do something do something special and meaningful that would help me uh, in my journey of healing and maybe also help someone else who may be going through the same thing or feeling alone or feeling like they're in a dark place so I ended up starting a, a movement called You Are Loved. Originally, it was just going to be a T-shirt, um, and I was going to um, take all the proceeds of that shirt and donate it to American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I ended up selling, like, almost 200 shirts, um, and so then I felt more inspired and inclined to continue doing that. And so I started doing a, a You Are Loved weekly video series highlighting people who are struggling with mental health and how they're overcoming it, how they're battling it, how they're being resilient and vulnerable through it. And then I just continued doing that. Um, and then during quarantine last year around August, um, You Are Loved officially became a, a mental health nonprofit organization. And so now we're a nonprofit organization and we offer support groups. Um, we offer support for people uh, through their therapy or online counseling or medication. Um, and we're just trying to uh, continue to support and help and present hope for for anyone who may be struggling with a with mental health condition. And that's that's how it started. Um, that's where we're at now. Um, it's it's really the most important thing in my life. Um, the thing that I'm most passionate about, and uh, it's really something that I care a lot about. And uh, and I'm glad to see that people are responding to it and uh, also care about people's mental health and and how we can all become more a little more healthy, a little more happy, a little more fulfilled in our lives. So that's, that's a bit about you, I love. Do, do you find that discussions of uh, discussing mental health, do you think do you think it's a difficult thing to talk about? Do you think people have troubles talking about it? Or, you know, uh, if people say, hey, I'm, I'm feeling this way or I'm depressed, maybe they're not being heard, you know what I mean? I don't know what is your uh, your take on uh, people, uh, you know, just maybe. I guess is it like a stigma, mental health? Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely a difficult subject to talk about, you know, because because we're revealing these deeper parts of ourselves and we're putting ourselves out there and we're, we're talking about how we feel low, we feel down, we feel alone, uh, we feel empty, and that's very difficult. To, to say to anyone really, but the only way to to get help for that or to overcome these kinds of feelings is to express that 
And so there is a deep stigma attached to talking about how we feel, along with there's a stigma also attached to getting help, and there's very little access to care. Um, uh, and so there's two sides of the coin, right? So when you, we, we want you to talk about your mental health, we want you to be vulnerable and open up to a specific person, a safe person in a safe environment, and then through that, uh, acquire the resources to be able to go access help, a therapist, a support group, online therapy, whatever the case may be. So there's definitely a stigma attached to it. And we have to break down all of these barriers that lead up to, to trying to get people to, to seek that professional help to really help them, you know, uh, understand what they're feeling and to, to create more emotional resilience and mental flexibility to allow them to, to, um, really handle the ups and downs of life because because inevitably we're going to be dealt a bad hand we're going to step in shit and things are going to go poorly but if we have that mental flexibility and the emotional agility to handle those situations um we can be resilient through that and i think that has a lot to do with mental health and the struggles that we have as human beings all with different experiences uh, and going through life so there's definitely a stigma attached to it but there's a lot of really amazing people working hard every day to break those things down and to try to create a um a destigmatized uh, mental health approach. Since you've uh, started uh, putting this uh, as a, you know, a, a priority in your life and, and focusing on this and and helping people and getting the message out about uh, mental health and and uh, awareness, what is your response with the com- the community or uh, what are I guess what are you seeing firsthand? I mean, since I've since I've kind of joined the the mental health community, it's a space that that's very loving and comforting. Having a community is is one of the most important things we can do for our mental health. That's why professional wrestling is such a a deep rooted, strong, loving community, right? We see so many people helping each other out in, in times of need, especially during a pandemic when very few people were able to work, right? Um, and so I think the community aspect of any kind of uh, interest that you have, that community aspect is really deep and really important because uh, it allows for honest communication. It allows for help and support and for you to check in on your people. And so uh, being a part of the mental health community has, has I, I, for one, I think it saved my life, you know, because I, I went through a very painful event with, with my sister. And so being able to join a community that made me feel loved and, and uh and supported and I knew other people had gone through the same things. Like there's a bit of a there's a bit of safety in knowing other people are suffering as well. Um but on top of that there's even more strength in knowing that you're not alone in how you feel. And and that's important for, for any community, whether it be the pro wrestling community, the mental health community, the gaming community, the sports community, all of these these communities can be such a strong bond for people. Um and, and relationships are one of the most important things. And so that's what I feel about that. When you go to events or when you wrestle, have you been approached by people who wanted to talk to you about uh, your charity or they they want to talk to you about um, maybe how they're feeling or have, have people come out to you and shared personal experiences with you or said, hey, you know, I shared the uh, uh, similar experience that you did and I understand what you're feeling. Do you feel the connection like that with some of the fans? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've, uh, I've spoken to numerous fans, uh, friends, wrestlers uh, via DM, in person, 
uh, about how what they're dealing, what they're going with. And it's made a really special connection with the, with the people that watch me wrestle um, and the people that have, have supported me since the beginning of my career. And now they're supporting me on this path and on this journey. And it's, it's really special to me. It's something that means a, a lot to me. And I love hearing uh, from people. I check all my DMs. I answer all of them. Um, and so if you, if you, if you want to DM me after you listen to this, please do. I'd love to hear from you. And that was the reason, one of the reasons why I started the, the video series as well, to be able to put these stories out on social media so people could see them and feel them and hear them and understand that what they're feeling is, is not new. It's someone else is experiencing it too. And, and there's a special connection with that. And we can build each other up. We can build each other up through those experiences. We can be together um, because we're stronger that way. And so, yes, I've absolutely felt the connection with fans and fellow wrestlers and, and just people coming up, up to me at shows. It's it's really been one of the treats of of this whole of this whole journey and experience. When you uh, started wrestling five years ago, you had a different persona, uh, how you carried yourself, and do you think that this event that you experienced with your sister was maybe one of the reasons why you 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 changed that? And and you were changing as a person, I'm sure, right? Going through this experience and and taking on this movement, you know. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a hundred percent the reason that uh, I changed my my persona. Before I was uh, I was pretending to be a movie star. I was like Cameron Jackson, and, and for the first half of my career, it was really amazing. Right, it got me to amazing places. I was able to wrestle over in Europe and in the East Coast and all over the United States, and, and some really amazing things uh, as as a professional wrestler and as that character. Um, but when you go through something like that in your personal life, I just felt like I couldn't. I couldn't present something online, uh, talking about mental health, talking about love and compassion and hope, and, and then present something so different uh, at a wrestling show. Um, and so I really wanted to just be genuine. I wanted to be authentic. I wanted to be unique. And I think that's the, I don't want to use character now, but that's the person that I present on social media in my real life with my friends and family and the wrestling shows. It's all one. It's all the same. Um, and I think that's, uh, I think that's allowed me to connect even deeper. Um, and it's made my wrestling better in my opinion, because I feel my, I feel like myself. I feel like everything I do is real and genuine and authentic. Uh, and it's taken the pressure off, of trying to pretend to be someone, um, that I'm not. And, uh, it's, it's really, it's, it's really been a fulfilling journey in all aspects of my life. You know, this, this event that you experienced with your, your sister and her passing, had to be traumatic for for you and your family and what would you say to uh anybody uh whether they be young or your age or older than that who uh, lost somebody in a very similar situation uh someone who took their life what would you say to uh what what could you do to maybe uh help them through this difficult time what what is there to say? Well, there, in the moment, if it's very fresh for you, it's very it's very new to you. If it's something you just experienced, I say within the last six months to a year, it it, it can be hard to really digest what happened, right? Your your body kind of goes numb. You feel like it's not real. Like how could this be true? Like what? Why did this happen? What could, what I do wasn't enough. You feel a sense of guilt. You feel a deep sense of sadness and pain, right? 
But coming from a guy, the personal experience in September will be three years since I lost my sister that I can promise you 100% that it does absolutely get better. You're never going to uh, remove that sadness. You're never going to lose that part of you that you feel like you lost. You're never going to lose that loved one. They're always going to be with you forever and ever and ever. And you don't move on from something like this. You just move forward with it. And some days are really bad. Some days you're going to feel like shit. Some days you're going to be sad. But there is a space in your life for happiness. There is a space in your life for love and joy. And all of these amazing things are still possible, even though you went through something that's so painful and hard. And so it does get better. There is absolutely life in the tunnel. I promise you that. I'm there now. I feel it. Not to say I don't get sad still or don't miss my sister because I miss her every day. And I would give up everything that I have right now to have her back next to me. But I, I swear that it does get better. And, and I really do recommend seeking help to have someone to talk to. A support group for me has been one of the most amazing things that's helped me heal. Um, being in a room with people who have gone through the same exact thing um, and know how I'm feeling at every turn is very important. And so I, I seek that. I seek some more education. I, I learn more about it. And, and talking about it really helps me. I don't know if it will help that person. So you got to find what works for you and just be able to know that you still deserve love. You still deserve happiness, even though this thing happened to you. Um, and that's what I would say to someone um, in the moment who may have experienced the same thing that I did. Where can people reach out to you and connect with you about this? And where can uh, uh, can you give us some resources where people can reach out and get information about how to deal with something like this? Yes, absolutely. Um, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's just at Jackson Stone. But you are loved. You can find you are loved on Instagram and Twitter at you are loved life. Um, and then if you go to you are loved life dot com, that's the website I have. There's helplines on there. There's resources available. And uh, if you DM me, if you I, I run support groups. So if you'd like to be part of the support groups, they're completely free. DM me. I'll add you to a group. Um, and then there's a few other bigger organizations. Um, that uh, supply a little bit more help because they're bigger. Um, but you can go to American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, you can go to Active Minds, um, the Trevor Project, or um, To Write Love in Our Arms. Those are the few big ones that really can support you and find you the help that you need. Um, but if you want more information, please DM me. I'll send you all the information that you need. Um, and if you're looking for, like, online counseling, talk space, uh, better and better help are the, are the two that I found that have been most beneficial. Um, so those are just a few tip of the iceberg kind of, uh, resources that are available. Once again, if you need more information, I'd be happy to send you that DM me, um, on Twitter or Instagram. And that's really great. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to, to be able to, uh, have you on here and talk about it because I think I think everybody's been affected one way or touched one way or another with uh, mental illness, whether it be a friend or a family member, uh, from various degrees of, uh, you know, seriousness. And I think it's uh, something that that needs to be discussed and talked about. And, and I and I always find it uh, uh, difficult and challenging too for you know uh, maybe to uh, talk about it, or I've had people that wanted to talk to me about it and I didn't know how to how to handle the situation either, you know, so 
it's uh, it's good to know that there's resources out there to help us uh, deal with something that is, uh, you know, affecting our our community, our society. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's an it's an invisible thing, right? So that's why that's why we have to be open and honest with our communication. That's why we have to check in on our friends and family. Um, that's why we always try to be kind and lead with love because you never really know what someone's dealing with. Um, and I think it's important to say that you don't have to be an expert or educated in mental health to help someone. Um, here's a quick resource um, to anyone that may come to you who may be struggling or may need someone to talk to. Um, all you have to do is really just be there for them. You validate what they're saying. So you validate the things that they say because everything they're saying is real and true, and you have to validate that. You appreciate them for coming and talking to you and opening up, and then you refer them to to help. So it's important to know where those resources are and where they're available. If not, a quick Google search will allow you to find those resources. But again, you don't have to be an expert to help. You really just have to be there and be willing to sit in the dark with that person and 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 just know that it's going to be okay. Um, so you have to validate and appreciate them and then go from there. Um, so I think that's a good tool for, for those that may have a, a loved one in our lives who, who may need us in a time of need. Oh, I'm so glad that you came on to talk about this. And where can we find you wrestling? Where can we watch you if we want to see you in action? Uh, I'm on uh, Independent Wrestling TV, um, uh, or you can go to the MPX Network, uh, and you can watch me on there, uh, which is kind of the place that I've been wrestling most recently um, during the pandemic and all this stuff happening. So, yeah, those are two quick places. But, I mean, generally, just, just support your local wrestling show. Um the guys and gals, they need our help. They need our support. So, yeah, go out and watch some wrestling if you can. Or watch it on the – or stream it or YouTube it. Um, there's a lot of ways to check it out. All right, Jackson Stone, thank you very much for being on our show. It was a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for giving me the platform. Uh, appreciate the conversation. Do you remember Lance Von Erich from World Class Championship Wrestling? Read all about his career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read passages by Dusty Wolf, David Manning, and Kevin Von Erich. 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised by what you read. Get your book at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon.